Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, this is the Corona Cup, aka the Tournament of Nerdiness, episode number, well, my word, 58. Uh, if we are going to get done at the 64th episode, a perfect bracket number. Uh, there's still a lot to do. Although I, I'm starting to get nervous. I'm not going to lie, friends. Um, I'm starting to get nervous that uh, there's not going to be as much to do as I thought. And what I mean by that is there are seven episodes left, counting this one. And there's not a lot more tournament to go. We're really running down. We... On our previous episodes, we were dealing with the uh, uh, what I was calling the 128 constellations, num- number 65 to 192. And if I pull those papers over, I didn't get them all. Uh, we're down to oh, okay. We still got a ways to go. All right, I actually feel a little better having seen the brackets again. It hasn't been that long. It's been you know maybe. A few days to about a week since I did this the last time. Um, So, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. I'm hoping that the final episode isn't just me reading off, you know, the order. Here's a thousand names in order. But, I think we'll be fine. Excuse me, I'm eating a delicious chocolate chip cookie. Just, just superb. Um, our goal for today is, uh, we had 65 to 192 and we were dealing with that kind of consolation bracket, trying to figure it out. And we had some people who had lost a couple of times and the names were too good to just let them go. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to do this, and then I decided to do it. And I have advanced from the official bracket that I print out to my very favorite thing. You guessed it. Index cards. Uh, I have three index cards here. I have the the round two losers. I have two cards for that. Uh, There are 16 names per card. I've written them out like brackets. So I figure we can do something with that. And then I have a card for the people who lost in round three. And, uh, you know, that begins with Bo Dallas. So, you know, you know, we have to talk about those people. So that's 16. So there's 48 names here total. There's these 32 for round two, 
losers, which always sounds bad, the people who happened to lose in round two, and then the people who happened to lose in round three. And so what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to do a, a tournament on index cards. Um, I don't have any consolations. I, I, again, as of this moment, I don't believe we're going to do any consolations. Um, you lose, you're done. We've talked about these people probably enough. We probably talked about this group perhaps more than we've talked about anybody, with the exception of maybe like the quadruple losers, um, just because they kept popping up. But uh, <clears throat> but we'll see. I'm realizing. I'm going to actually write a quick note here. Where did? There it is. Um, trace path 464. I'm realizing, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done the rounds for the final 64, the thing I did on a Google spreadsheet episodes and episodes ago. Um, <clears throat> and I want to trace their path. So when we do those, I want to talk about, I'm going to do a little big vignette, if you will, to kind of show who they had to beat to get where they're going. Not that I think quality of opposition matters in a tournament like this, but it'll give me something to talk about. I hope you're doing well, by the way. This episode is set to come out uh, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. I believe this episode is set to come out on the 1st of December. So if you are hearing this, if my math is right, uh, it is the 1st of December. Um, to give you some perspective, it is the 24th of October as I sit here. It is a dreary Saturday afternoon. I do have a cookie, which is very nice, from a local bakery. Uh, and I determined recently that the neighbors in the apartment above us have put a camera of some sort in their bay window that overlooks the parking lot. So the birds are not the only people who seem to be watching me. My wife has determined that the camera is probably to watch the children who play. You probably heard them on an episode or two. Uh, perhaps the camera kind of watches them play, which sounds like a very logical answer, but in my head conspiracy one big goddamn conspiracy all right we have brackets to do and i could just chat for a while um oops and i hit my microphone apparently uh but let's let's do some brackets let's do some by the booking let's do some corona cup uh these are again the round two losers of the 65 to 192 i have no creative name all right, we've been in quarantine for so long. This has been going on for so long that uh, I'm, my creativity is done. I'm going to minimize uh, the window on my Chromebook, although there is an interesting article that says there is a website that will tell you if the ice cream machine at your local McDonald's is broken, um, which, you know, how have we lived without that website? All right. First matchup, Terry Bam Bam Gordy versus Tracy Smothers. Now, we, we must remember that this is all about finding joy, the quest for joy. That was the whole reason this tournament started. Um, and if I am honest with myself, I like the idea of Terry Bam Bam Gordy more than I actually like Terry Bam Bam Gordy for the only reason that uh, it's not my wheelhouse. The Free Birds, not at all my wheelhouse. I have probably seen maybe 15 matches of theirs over the years. I don't even know. That is a guess. I could be wrong. Uh, whereas 
this tournament has made me really appreciate Tracy Smothers, so I am giving Mr. Smothers the win. Jeremy, this was this was a pick'em for you. You liked both of these guys. I'm just saying you have you have made me more of a Tracy Smothers fan than I was before. And I thank you for that. I'd give you a cookie, but you live too far away. Next up. The real world's champion Nick Aldis versus the junkyard dog. If I'm following the same logic that I was following in the first matchup, this win should go to Nick Aldis because I have seen more of him than I have of the Junkyard Dog. Jeremy talks over and over again about, um, you know, JYD's run as as the African-American Superman. And I love that idea. But the JYD I know is him in the WWF where he was essentially a comedy act. And I can't, in good conscience, as much as I like comedy acts, I can't, in good conscience, put that ahead of uh, the real world's champion. So I'm giving the win to Nick Aldis. Uh, Next up, Kane versus Bradshaw. Now, that's a fun matchup. Once again, a reminder in case you're just joining us. Thank you if you are just joining us. Thank you if you've been listening to every single episode. And sure, why not? I'm in a good mood. Thank you if you've never listened to an episode. I'm just thanking you even though you'll never know. You'll have no idea that a very nice guy named DC says thank you. Um, But in case you were curious, I did not separate the various eras of Kane. I could have done Kane with the mask, Kane without a mask, and then corporate Kane. I could have made that distinction, but I didn't. Um, Whereas I did distinguish between the different kinds of Bradshaws because the name changed. Uh, I don't think I did Acolyte Bradshaw versus Blackjack Bradshaw versus APA Bradshaw. Speaking of which, today, just a couple hours ago, I saw the birth of the APA on Raw. January 31st, 2000. Very important Raw. Not only the debut of the Radicals, Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit, and Saturn, but also um, the birth of the APA. Very important Raw. Do you think Shane Douglas was offended that all of his friends in the revolution just absolutely just disappeared on him? Do you think he called WWE and or WWF at the time and tried to smooth talk his way into a job? Or did he know that he had burned that bridge? That's an interesting question. Anyone knows, let me know. Um, this would be Acolyte slash APA Bradshaw. And I got to tell you, I do think I get more joy out of Bradshaw than I do Kane. I appreciate the character of Kane, the whole brother thing. And I greatly appreciate Glenn Jacobs for all the work he did making that character what it is. But I can't say I love that character ever. So I'm giving the win to Bradshaw. I'm a Bradshaw guy. Uh, The Amazing Red versus Tatanka. I got to give the win to Tatanka, if only because I did not have an Amazing Red bulletin board. Or no, picture, poster. Granted, Tatanka was on my dartboard, but that was just because he was the only wrestling poster I had. Um, Moving on. We're still on page one, (laughs) index card one. Uh, The current double champion, Naito, I believe he's still double champion, 
I haven't watched since the G1, but I don't think anything exciting has happened. Taking on Mike Awesome. If we're going by my personal joy, it's got to be Mike Awesome. I like Mike Awesome. Um, I appreciate Naito. I can't say I'm super excited for a Naito match, with the exception being when he lost to Sonata, but that was because I was excited for Sonata. So I'm giving the win to Mike Awesome. Oh, okay. Next up, Santino versus uh, Dijakovic. I feel for Dijakovic because he is, or was, I think, um, a personal friend to the New Age Insiders. There was a moment, actually, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. There was a moment where I wondered if uh, Dijak was actually legit Jason Maltov's brother. I thought that would be a very cool story. I don't think it's true, though. So I like Dijak, but to be fair, I have never quite understood why everyone is so high on him. Yes, he's very tall. And yes, he is clearly athletic. But when he does like the springboardy stuff that everyone's like, oh my God, it always looks awkward. He's almost too gangly for me. 100% honest. He is almost a little too gangly. Um, again, the fact that he's making this work as T-bar is very nice. I still think that could be done. Well, you'll be able to tell me truthfully because um, right now when I'm recording uh, on Raw recently, this is the day before Hell in a Cell to put you in a snapshot in time context. Um, the Raw before recording this, uh, the Retribution, I almost called him Revolution because I've got Benoit, Malenko, and Guerrero on the brain. Um, Retribution got into it with The Fiend. And we all know usually what that means. So it wouldn't surprise me to see them having ditched the masks, still with Ali, still similar kind of gimmick, but just no more masks. And it's Dijakovic and Mia Yim and Shane Thorne and Dio or whatever his name is. Um, having said all of that about Dijak, having talked about Dijak for two or three minutes, uh, yeah, Santino's getting the win. What are you, crazy? Uh, next up, the Pope versus Brad Armstrong, Brad Armstrong. Done and done, no question. And uh, the last matchup on this uh, index card is Rob Conway versus the Honky Tonk Man. Also, no question, that theme song is amazing. And I'm referring to, Just look at me, ain't I sight to see. So, uh, all right. First round done on that card. Let's move on to the next card. I think we're going to just go... All the way, because we have to remember that two of these cards are for one tournament. So there's a 32-man tournament going on on these two cards. There's a 16-man tournament going on on this card. So I'm going to try to do them all, I suppose, even though that doesn't make sense. Do I do? Should I have done? Should I have started with the third? No, because 3L, the people who lost in round three technically were higher in the tournament than the people who lost in round two. So I am doing things right. Okay, that's going to go over there. Let's just stick with these two cards. These are the people who lost in round two of the 65 to 192 bracket. Uh, Masawa versus Jimmy Del Rey. Technically, I got to go with Jimmy Del Rey. 
part of that is because I love Jeremy, and part of that is, again, I've only seen, like, a small number of Misawa matches. But, again, super amount of love for that guy. Um, Okada versus current uh, NXT tag champ. We'll see if he still is when you're listening, but he just won the belts. Uh, Oni Lorcan. I like Oni Lorcan more than I like Okada, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. When I watch uh, New Japan, it's for Sonata, it's for Yano, it's for really just those two, but also like Ishii and um, <clears throat> guys like that. Uh, it is not for Okada, and it's honestly, it's not for Naito, it's not for Evil. Oh, and Minoru Suzuki, of course. What are we talking about here? Uh, he's the other one. Those are who I watch for. So Lorcan gets the win without question. Uh, Bully, I'm assuming that means Bully Ray because it's not the blacktop bully. We didn't talk about him in a previous episode. Uh, versus Finn Balor, Bully Ray, no question. This this page is much easier than the last one. And then Snitsky versus Goldberg. <laughs> I'm going to go with Goldberg. Um, partially out of respect to Jason Maltoff, and also partially just because while I enjoy Snitsky, you enjoy Snitsky because he is so bad. Um, so yeah, Goldberg. We'll face Bully Ray. That'll be a fun match. Uh, Luke Harper versus Rikishi. I, you know, I'm watching. It's January of 2000 in the WWF as I'm watching uh, right now in this moment in time. Rikishi just had a very strong showing at the Rumble and has main evented, I believe, Raw and SmackDown in the same week, I think. Yeah, tagged with The Rock and then faced The Rock. All signs to me, if I were watching this in... 2000, that to me would look very much like they were gearing him up for a main event slash world title push. Um, and knowing that there's going to be a four corners match it, at WrestleMania, why wasn't he part of it? You know, uh, I understand you throw McFoley in there, and I think this is the one where there's a McMahon in every corner, so maybe Rikishi didn't fit, but. I'm I'm bummed knowing that this is not going to go anywhere, this push, because it's working very well, I think. Having said that, I'm giving Luke Harper the win, obviously. Uh, Shark Boy versus D'Lo Brown. Oh, that's not right. That's not right. Kevin Meany. Uh, oh, oh. I want both to win, but truthfully, I do like D'Lo Brown better, if I'm being honest. I do like D'Lo Brown better. Uh, setting up Harper versus Luke Harper versus D'Lo Brown. I would pay money to watch that match. Uh, next up, Roadkill. Come on, he's Amish. Beating the dog-faced gremlin Rick Steiner. No question there. And then the Mountie versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh, want to talk about a match. Oh, man, that would open a great pay-per-view. Same with Harper and D'Lo Brown, actually. Um, mm. Yeah, I got to go with the Mountie. If only because watching the Mountie wrestle Amish Roadkill would be amazing. All right. First round is done of this. I think we can we can get both of these done in this episode. I do think that. All right. So if we're going on, these are now the quarterfinals of each, again, of each. Um, I think, do I want to do something interesting with this? Because I could put the index cards on top of each other and, again, go down no, no, we'll play this. We'll play this right. Uh, Tracy Smothers continues advancing over Nick Aldis. Um, yeah, that's easy. Uh, same with this. Bradshaw over Tracy Smothers. No, excuse me, Tatanka. 
He's wrestling Tracy Smothers in the next round. Um, but yeah, he beats Tatanka. So Smothers beats Nick Aldis. Bradshaw beats Tatanka. Um, Santino beats Mike Awesome, clearly. And I'm giving Brad Armstrong the win over Rob Conway. So the final four matchups on this card. Tracy Smothers versus Bradshaw. Santino versus Brad Armstrong. Again, though both of those matches would be a great curtain jerker match anywhere. All right, let's see what the other card brings us. Uh, Jimmy Del Rey versus Oni Lurkin. It's a stumper, actually. Hmm. Um, I like Jimmy Del Rey. Again, looks a bit like my dad. Oni Lurkin looks like Kyle O'Reilly's long-lost twin brother. Uh, I do like Lurkin, but I like Lurkin when paired with Birch, and I like him against various opponents. I think I got to go with Jimmy Del Rey. I do, but that's a tough one. That's the toughest matchup of this current round. Uh, Bully Ray versus Goldberg. Technically, technically, I haven't watched a lot of Bully Ray. Heard about Bully Ray. Can imagine how good he is. Haven't seen a lot. So by default, I'll give the win to Goldberg. Uh, Luke Harper does beat D'Lo Brown, and Roadkill does beat the Mountie. Oh, that's going to be real tough. Harper versus Roadkill. Oh, that's a heart herder right there. All right, we're down to eight. The final eight, the elite eight of the people who lost in round two of the 65 to 192. Sorry, it's so confusing. Uh, Tracy Smothers versus Bradshaw. Technically, I got to give that to Bradshaw. Uh, not only do I just enjoy his Hoss style of wrestling and the clothesline from hell, which is just, uh, he's hilarious. So, you know, seeing him now get to show some personality as part of uh, the APA cracks me up every time. And then Santino versus Brad Armstrong. I, uh, Brad Armstrong is great, and there should be a documentary on him uh, and all of the crazy characters. But yeah, Santino for me. So that's their finals of this page. Bradshaw versus Santino on this page. Do I give Jimmy Del Rey the upset win over Goldberg? No. I do like Goldberg. I do. I do, I do. I won't lie. Some of the, uh, the love for Goldberg comes from how much Jason Maltov loves Goldberg. But I think it's fair to give Goldberg the win. I, and I have to give Luke Harper the win over Amish Roadkill. I do. As much as I love Amish Roadkill. And he is great. Like, watching him wrestle, it is entertaining. Not just because he's Amish. Like, he's a legit good wrestler. All right. We're down to final four. Bradshaw versus Santino. Man. Man, man, man. That is a tricky one, my friends. Um, Bradshaw has the size, Santino. And then again, I mentioned this in a previous episode. 
Not all of Santino was good, but then again, not all of Bradshaw was good. This does count his run as part of the Acolytes, and the fact that I don't mind Ministry of Darkness Acolytes. That's fine. They spent a very long time after the Ministry was disbanded, still walking around with the stupid tights, still with paint on their chest, uh, with no reason to be. It took a very long time for them to start becoming poker bar fight guys. Having said that, I want to watch the APA wrestle the bar. I want to have a time machine, and I want Bradshaw and Farouk to wrestle Sheamus and Cesaro. I think it would be amazing. Um, I'm going with Santino. But ask me tomorrow, and that opinion might change. As opposed to this card where there is no question that Luke Harper wins. No question in my mind that he beats Goldberg, as he should. Uh, so, in the finals of the people who lost in round two of the 128 Constellation, uh, we have Santino Morella versus Luke Harper. And I'm going to go ahead and give the win to Luke Harper. Because... He's just great. Brody Lee doesn't sound too good. Luke Harper, one of my favorites. No no love lost to Santino. Santino, awesome. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode by saying that the winner of this 32-person tournament, we actually am going to declare a winner of this part, uh, would be Luke Harper. So they, I don't know what number this would be. I should go back and try to figure it out. Um Again, I'm not counting the people who lost in... So wait, I, I can actually figure this out while we're still recording. So bear with me here. All right. On each of the... So here are the eight pages for 65 to 192. There's eight of them. And for each page, there are four wrestlers who we're not talking about. So that's 32. So 192... Minus 32. So that brings us to 160. Okay. So these, so 160. Let me get a pencil here. 160 minus another 32, right? Or maybe 31. Oh, man. I can't believe I have to do math. Going to look so foolish. Uh, eight. So, oh, 128. So does this mean that Luke Harper is my 128th favorite wrestler? I think it might. I'm okay with that. All right. We'll say could be 129, could be 127. Like there's, there's always that weird little math thing that I never get. Uh, but I think we can definitively say, yes, these, this, these two index cards dealt with wrestlers 129, let's say, um, to 160. And Luke Harper won. And I think I'm happy with that. I probably would have been happier if I didn't try to do the math at all and just let this episode be instead of looking like an idiot. But hey, you're listening to episode 58 of a tournament of a thousand wrestlers. You knew what you were dealing with when you got this thing. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Luke Harper wins. Congratulations to him. He's a team player. Uh, my name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'm less of a team player, but you love me anyways. Uh, this chapter is closed. We'll see you the next time we go by the book.